0: This is episode eight of the Rolefulness Podcast. Professor Daiki Kato and I are back to discuss Role Captivity. Last week, we discussed hikikomori, a form of extreme social withdrawal and a state of rolelessness. So if you haven't listened to that episode, we recommend that you do. Hey there, Daiki. Good to see you again. Yeah. uh, good to see you again too. So, some time ago, you introduced me to an interesting word, and it is toraware. So, (laughs) what does that word mean? Yeah, it's difficult to um, to pronounce,
1: but toraware. The word originally means captivity. For example, we use the word when a criminal is captured. I
0: see. And so, the verb form would be torawareru? Yes. Okay, so... I think I was familiar with the verb form, but this is the noun form. And what I love about this word is the kanji. So would you like to describe the kanji for this word? Yes.
1: The kanji of toraware or torawareru represents the situation very well. It is made of a box and a human figure. So this is a podcast show and it is difficult to uh, show uh, the kanji character for the audience. Mm -hmm. So if uh, the listeners listening this podcast with a script, so uh, please see the script. Uh, The figure of a man trapped in a box. Yeah. Yeah. The original meaning of the kanji is uh, (laughs) that meaning.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Articulates it perfectly. So we'll have the show notes and I think we'll have a large image of A man i guess a man trapped in a box or what looks like to be a man trapped in a box and yeah i think we feel this sometimes we do feel trapped in some roles so how does this relate to rolefulness rolefulness
1: does not mean satisfaction of a specific role such as gender role and job position it is a more familiar role satisfaction in our daily lives Mm -hmm. for example i feel happy when my friend expressed gratitude for me. However, the role stereotype and the sense of responsibility is strong in the society. We might be captured
0: by our given roles. Yes. So, is it a state of being trapped in a roleless or meaningless role?
1: Yes. We feel anxiety if we don't have a role and think that our role is meaningless the anxiety drives us to seek roles
0: and depend on it too much mm-hmm. and something that came to mind as well daiki would there be this sense of toroware in a role with a lot of pressure and responsibility do you think
1: yeah yeah i think so so when we have uh, we feel a big pressure so if we captured by our
0: very big roles yeah, and that, that might relate to our previous episode where there's so much stress and pressure and responsibility in a role. Like you might just yes. want to quit and <laughs> hide hide in your home and become hikikomori. And so maybe that happens to some extent. So yeah, on that theme, what would be the conditions of toroare in the context of role and what do people feel or experience? It's a... Difficult question, but very important. I think we
1: aren't always happy if we have several roles at the same time. Sometimes we are captured by our roles and suffer from it. We would like to share a quote that expresses the state of toraware. The words of Mieko Kamiya are very impressive to understand our roles. Nick, you researched about her and uh, Could you
0: introduce Howard for us? Absolutely. Yeah. So she is one of my personal heroes. And I, I like to think of her as the mother of Ikigai. And yeah, from my perception of her, you know, she had this very roleful life. And she was a linguist, a translator, a psychiatrist, teacher, professor, author, wife, and mother. Yet, even, yeah, she had her frustrations, her role frustrations, or this role captivity we're talking about, and so to quote from her book, actually from her diary, and this is translated. But I was I was quite shocked by this quote because my impression of her was, you know, very successful, living a very full life. <laughs> but this is what she wrote in her diary, and this was when she was correcting, I think, English papers for, I think, for her husband. Her husband was a Professor, too. Mm -hmm. And so the quote is Every day I get so frustrated with my English correction to the point I want to kill myself. Is life the experience of doing things you don't want to do? How long do I have to be a language teacher? Languages, you are a curse to me. Yeah, that's right. She was also a, a language teacher. And continuing the quote, If I spend so much time on these things, I will never be able to stand on my own as a psychiatrist. I don't know how many times I have thought of giving up my full-time job and becoming a lecturer. How can I manage the responsibilities of a full-time job, my family and my studies? It is a very human thing to do. Oh, God, please give me the strength I need to climb these mountains forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah. So (laughs) she sounds very stressed, (laughs) very stressed, very conflicted. Yeah, so do you think this quote articulates toroware or role captivity?
1: Yes, the words of Mieko expressed the role captivity very much. She had many roles, such as a teacher, doctor, a psychiatrist, and a wife. Of course, each role is important for her and other people but she was too busy and not able to feel satisfaction and happiness for them she may be suffering from Lord captivity and of confusion
0: yeah she really sounds trapped like languages you know you are she's talking to the languages like you were a curse to me so sounds very stressful and i mean i can relate to some degree i think when i, I taught english in Japan, I enjoyed it for several years, but then it sort of became frustrating. And then it was very hard to probably find a different type of job in Japan. So I started my, eventually started my own school. And yeah, in a way that was exciting at the beginning and building my own business. But then I felt, <laughs> I felt Toraware in that job. Because I had all this responsibility of the school and then I was still teaching and Mm -hmm. it it was quite hard to remain positive and teach with all this pressure. Yeah, I really understand we can get trapped in a role. So what about you, Daiki? Have you ever experienced role captivity? Yes. In the
1: area of psychology, work-family conflict is an important research topic. I got a position as a university lecturer about 13 years ago. After that, my son was born. Both were the happiest experiences for me, but I felt conflict between the uh, role of father and lecturer. I thought that I had to be a good father, great father, and more successful in my job. I felt heavy pressure from it, and uh, at the time, uh, I lost my health. Yeah, uh, it was a very high pressure for me. Mm-hmm. How much Nick, have you experienced
0: role captivity like me? Yeah, I think actually when I quit my teaching job in Japan, mm-hmm. that's when I found out I was going to be a father too, and so I felt this pressure to think, ah, oh, I've got to, <laughs> I've mm-hmm. got to be close to home, and I've got to be more available. So. Yeah, I guess I felt captive in my school thinking I'm too far away and I'm frustrated here. So I thought a solution would be I'll quit my job, I'll start my own school, and then I can be closer to home and, you know, be the father I want to be. But, yeah, even that kind of created a new captivity eventually and I thought, oh, no, I can't take holidays. I can't hire someone to replace me. My school's not... You know, it's it's not a big school. So yeah, that's interesting. You know, sometimes when we pursue something we want, you know, maybe we want to become a, a lecturer or a psychiatrist or a psychologist, or we want to start our own business. <laughs> but eventually we run into this problem of role captivity where there's too much pressure, or we have multiple roles. And yeah, we don't have enough time or energy. And as you mentioned, it can impact our health, you know, our physical health, our mental health. So if we're in this situation where we're feeling captive, how can we break away from toraware? Do you have any advice, Daiki? Yeah. One
1: of the solutions uh, is to leave or give up the role. Having too much role often be a trigger of role confusion and toraware being free from given roles might be a good chance to be aware of your original and ideal role Mm -hmm. Uh, setting boundaries for your role is a good way too as i mentioned earlier i felt a conflict between the role of father and lecturer the problem was that i tried to do both roles perfectly at the same time focusing on each role and setting the boundaries might help you to be free from the capture and uh, professional laws given you confidence and uh, YARIGAI, so could
0: explain the word of YARIGAI in English. Yeah, so YARIGAI is a very common phrase, far more common than IKIGAI and YARU is to do and GAI mm-hmm. is value or worth. So if something is YARIGAI, it is worth doing. It's worthwhile. Yeah. Thank you very much. So uh, It's difficult for me to <laughs> uh, explain
1: in English. And, uh, so yeah, makes sense. Thank you very much. No so, problem. The yarigai is uh, uh, very important. Yeah. But you may feel pressure from it sometimes. In that case, talking with your uh, colleagues or boss would be helpful. Uh, for example, now uh, my profession is clinical psychology. and counsellors worry about how to deal with our clients Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes. So at that time, we uh, talk about it with our colleagues and supervisors. And so
0: that kind of conversation helps us, support us very much. I see. Yeah, this is interesting because I had an extreme case of role captivity where the only solution for me was to leave and it was was actually after i came back from japan in 2008 i thought i've got to get a, a job and yeah it was a big move so we were moving back to japan moving the whole family basically starting again so we had to find a you know house to rent and i had to yeah find a job and have an income and i found a job and it looked optimistic and promising and soon it became you know, stressful, I guess, like any job, but then it became extremely stressful. There were three managers and I was sort of the fix it guy, or I was putting out fires. So if there was a problem, it was like, I get Nick to do it, get Nick Mm -hmm. to do it. So I was moving from one role or one type of job to another often. And at the same time, one of the managers was, yeah, basically he was a bully, very intimidating, very rude, very aggressive and it was getting very bad so I started to document the bullying and then it was greatly impacting my mental health I couldn't sleep I was going home stressed and I remember they had partnered with another company and they were going to do a new like social media campaign and then they wanted me to move to that role and I just thought I can't do this anymore. I'm going crazy. Mm. So I remember one afternoon after the, you know, the bullying was pretty bad. I just, I got a a witness. I went to a different manager. I said, I'm reporting workplace bullying and I'm leaving now. And I Mm. got up and I just walked out and that was it. I never went back. To that job, <laughs> so mm-hmm. so it was you know it's f- sort of funny now, but it was very stressful, very painful. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is you know ten years ago or more than ten years ago, but yeah, I did feel kind of trapped in that box, and it was
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was very soul destroying because the job the job was meaningless. Some people were good, but this one person, this one manager, was just a horrible person. Mm. And yeah, I mean, I, I woke up every day not wanting to go to work and being depressed. So a role where it's meaningless, where there's intense pressure, mm. and where you're you're not growing, you're not learning. Yeah, it can deeply affect your well-being and it can lead to, you know, depression. So you mentioned leaving the role, giving up the role, which can be hard because it's, you know, if you give up your professional role, where do you get the money? But you know, sometimes it, it might be what you have to do to mm-hmm. kind of move on to a better life and it might be challenging and it's, a, it's sort of a risk and then yeah setting boundaries that's important and i guess that requires very good communication mm-hmm. especially with you know in a professional context so you'd have to approach your employer and say look i'm not satisfied in this role i want to help you more or i want to express myself and I guess you have to do some sort of role negotiation. Yeah. What about you, Taki? Do you have, I guess, role stress or role captivity sometimes in your current role, or is it something you really enjoy at the moment? So generally, uh I satisfied with my roles now.
1: Um, but as you mentioned, it's same as me. And uh, now I'm working at university, and so I have. Very various roles I have, so the teaching for students or doing research or the attending the meetings. Some of the roles are very stressful and having pressure for me, but I think that it is important to find another role in our jobs or the, my private times. For example, I'm writing a paper and uh, so Nick found my paper and uh, you send me email and uh, it is the beginning of the project and uh, we could make a good friendship and now this podcasting is uh, my new role and yeah uh, yeah, it is a very happy time for me I think that so we have many opportunities to find uh, new roles but many people couldn't focus about it or ignore them because they are very busy or their mm. uh, viewpoint is uh, too narrow. Mm. Mm. But think about or the view around from very wider viewpoint, so yeah. you can find new hobbies or the new uh, people or the new things, and so that is a uh, opportunity to. Uh, expand your new role. So, yeah, one of the solutions is leaving the stressful role, but the another way is a challenge to find new role. It's okay to not a big role. Small role is okay, I think. It is uh, very helpful to be satisfied with uh, role and uh, increase rolefulness,
0: yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I, I found your paper. And we did a podcast, like over a year ago, on my other podcast. And I had you also as a guest for a a webinar. And yeah, we built a good connection. And then, yeah, this idea of rolefulness was in my mind thinking, ah, there's a book in this idea. And then, yeah, eventually I thought, I've got to contact Daiki and say, look, you know, you should write a book, or maybe we could write a book on this. And... Yeah. So the idea was kind of write a book, but it's led to these two roles for you and me and a friendship. And now we're doing the podcast. And so we have all this opportunity now to express our rolefulness or feel rolefulness. So in a way, we kind of engineered a role for for both of us. Mm -hmm. So it's like you can create a role. And so maybe that's a helpful way to think about rolefulness. We have this kind of Basic rolefulness is where you can experience it in all areas of your life through greetings, conversation, and gratitude. But you can also kind of create your own role out of nothing. Like you just think, well, I'm going to, you know, maybe collaborate with someone on a book, or I I might join a, a local community and volunteer, or maybe I'll take up a sport or coach a sport. So there is this opportunity yeah to to create a role and maybe having this positive role balances your life where you have a, another role where it's still a meaningful role and it might have high levels of stress so you you're not going to leave it but you can balance it and then of course we stumbled upon larping so that idea of live action role playing where people become you know warriors or Mm -hmm. (laughs) they dress up in you know um, armor and have swords and they they live these roles for a couple of hours a week because it's so fulfilling so yeah you can create a fantasy role or create a new role where you're actually doing something so this is a fascinating concept that you've stumbled upon daiki and you you coined rolefulness so yeah very glad you wrote your paper and I'm very <laughs> glad I found it. And look where it's led to. So, yeah, I, I think we need to kind of send this message that you can control your rolefulness. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> thanks to you, Daiki. So, <laughs> thank you. too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I think we'll wrap up. Yes. I guess we've looked at some interesting problems in the last couple of episodes the so last week hikikomori mm-hmm. this idea of todaware, today being trapped or captive in a role mm-hmm. and next week we'll probably look at role confusion and yes. role conflict but i think after those episodes we'll probably move on to more <laughs> more positive subjects yes, yes these yes. are important to understand because yeah. we we all probably go through these feelings of being trapped in a role So I look forward to talking to you next week, Daiki, on Role Confusion and Role Conflict. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you very much.